The innovation divas really know the who, what, and why of inventing and love that they can share their knowledge, connections, and great women-invented products with their audience. Meet Melinda Knight, businesswoman, inventor, expert social media, and celebrity gifting guru, and her co-host, Deanna Cohen, who has been inventing products, businesses, marketing contests, and events for over 20 years. The Innovation Divas not only host this fantastic show, they also run the only network award program and events for women inventors. If you need the connections to buyers, the media, or companies that can take your product to the next level, then you are listening to the right show. Now here to share the who, what, and why of inventing, your innovation divas, Melinda Knight and Diana Cohen. You know, I would love to be able to sing that na-na-na-na. <laughs> I just, you know, it's like I watch The Voice, and I got to say... Every single one of these people are like amazing singers. Why? Why is that not my specialty? Okay. This well, is you're you're talented at many, many, many things. So we we can't be good at everything. You know what? I think I think I'll I'll leave to what the experts singers are good at, and and um, I guess I'll just continue to be a marketing expert. I guess right. Yes, I think that that will suit many more people in the long run. Oh, you're such a kind gal. So. <laughs> So everyone knows, I know our show is in our like, you know, I mean, we're in our autumn years of our show, but truly it's, I think, our third or fourth show by now, uh, a reinvention of the old uh, Believe in Your Fairy Tales and Your Zing will come to true. Now it's Innovation Divas. Yee-haw. And, and my name is Deanna, and um, my business partner, Melinda, and I co-host this fantastic show for inventors, and we are so thrilled that you all are listening um, one of the greatest things that we love to do is connect inventors with experts in the industry that they may or may not even know that they need these these special people in their lives. But after the show, they are going to be glad they listened, right? Yes. Every, every show, I've been so proud of the guests that we've had over the last you know few shows that we've had. I mean, it's really, they're so impressive and so important to our industry with great tips and stories and and, uh, you know, easy to work with and everybody who we, you know, share have a, a good reputation in the industry. So we're there to protect the women in our community. So it's very important. So, hello? Yes, I'm sorry. I thought you knew that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. We're getting used to this whole, you know, radio thing. We're in, you know, two different locations. So I'm in the rainy uh, Seattle, and and Deanna's in Chicago. So we're uh, we're we're getting used to the communication thing. So we're supposed to. I I should look and see if she's, you know, says keep going or something like that. Yeah. Sorry about that. <laughs> you know, as, as mom and, and entrepreneurs and women entrepreneurs and. We, we do balance life, and that's, I think, one of the cool things about having Mary on our show, because, um, and Melinda will, you know, fill everybody in on Mary, but, you know, we also are moms, Melinda and I, when we run our businesses from home, so just so our listeners know that we're real people and we're not famous radio, you know, snobs, I, my dog was barking at the back door, and I was trying to, 
you know, let Melinda know to like pull Mary into the conversation. We're so supposed I, to, yeah, I'm supposed to have her back in those situations. And you know, she, she has my back. She's, she's a pro at this. So excuse my, uh, you know, novice ways. So we're, um, so she would, I'll uh, introduce Mary, Mary, uh, and I hope I'm saying her last name correctly because she's been our friend for a long time. And, um, but I'm going to pronounce it Jewetin, but when she gets on, um, I'll have her pronounce it. And she is with tracklight.com and uh, she's going to be uh, talking about everything IP and intellectual property and how, you know, every business has this. So um, I guess let's introduce uh, Mary. I'm right here. Hi, Hi. Mary. Um, <laughs> How are you? Thank you for having me on this show. I am wonderful. I didn't know if that big pause, I was supposed to say something. So, sorry, I'm even like worse I think than I... you. I blurted out, hello. <laughs> Well, I'm getting used to the, I should have, we've got this important stack or place online where, you know, we're having messages, but I'm also trying to tweet too. So if I'm not on the stack or I have, I'm always on the stack, but I'm also tweeting live. So anyway, uh, thank you for being on our show today. We're super excited to have you. Well, thank you. Thank you for for having me. And uh, it was wonderful to meet you earlier this year in kind of foggy Seattle. And I look forward to meeting Deanna um, in a couple of weeks in Las Vegas. I know. And I am I'm excited. Too. And I do have to I say, as I, as I was doing your, your promo last night, I was really thrilled because my son, even though he's not accepted to Arizona State yet, he will, um, I mean, you know, it's a for undergraduates, not the, you know, they call it the Harvard of the West, but I think that's only for the uh, the honors program. But he is he's definitely, um, you know, has the grades to get in. And that's the only school in the whole world that he would ever apply to and go to. So you and I will probably be seeing a lot more of each other next year once he's there. Well, that's very exciting because my son decided, even though, um, you know, he was had all these big plans about leaving Arizona um, he has only applied to ASU and done the early admissions route. And, you know, oh, my gosh. Their- maybe they could be friends. <laughs> uh, we'll have to talk about That's that so on another funny. day. <laughs> yeah. you'll, you'll, I'm sure everyone doesn't want to hear about that. But they're the no, same so, age, right? They're both 17. Yes. Yes. So, yeah. so the reason that I even brought that up to everybody is that Mary has her JD, her law degree from Arizona State. And I think that's where the tie-in um, of this intellectual property and why you decided to to create Tracklight. Will you fill our listeners in on on that little journey and why you decided to do this? Yeah. So for everybody, um, I did not have my son when I was five. I actually went back to law school when I was in my early 40s. And I have an accounting designation from Canada and a CPA from here in the States. But I got really tired of the corporate culture. So I went back to law school. And when I was taking this one class, they were talking about how small businesses, specifically inventors, lost their intellectual property by doing like really simple things, not because they didn't necessarily spend tens of thousands of dollars on patents, but because they didn't know simple, simple things. And I thought, well, that seems rather ridiculous. And um, I decided after working with entrepreneurs and inventors in a technology ventures clinic at the law school that I loved entrepreneurs. And I did not wish to write the bar exam, so much to my husband's 
horror, uh, I graduated from law school and started my own company. Now he's he, he's like my biggest supporter, but it was a little bit rough to say, hey, I'm going to quit work and go to law school. Oh, hey, I'm not going to write the bar and be a lawyer. So <laughs> that is how I came up with the idea for Tracklight, which in addition to the software tools that we have, we have a very powerful mission around educating and empowering people to understand what their intellectual property is because we, we want to save people's ideas to make sure that they don't get lost or that people don't accidentally infringe on each other's ideas. Well, and what what would um, some great examples? I mean, when you're an inventor, you know, they're kind of thinking about intellectual property and but businesses in general all have intellectual property. What would be some examples that maybe a, an an average business owner not think about that hey, I need to protect this? Right. So the obvious ones are always when people think intellectual property they think patents. So that's the obvious one. Like we like to call it the unsung hero is the trade secret. And so a lot of people think, well, I don't have a technology, so I don't have any trade secrets. Actually, you do. Trade secrets are sometimes as simple as your customer list. You know, let's say you're in the kind of service business where you've spent years building up your clientele. That customer list, is a trade secret. It's very, very valuable to your business. And if you don't take the right steps to protect it, if somebody takes it, then you don't have as good recourse. So that was one, there was an example that I remember from school where, you know, uh, um, two women got together, I think they were sister-in-laws, and then they inevitably had a falling out, and the one took the customer list, I think they were travel agents, across the street and opened up a competing business. And there was no document signed, there was nothing done around their, um, you know, working together. So in the end, there really wasn't much anybody could do. So a lot of times, you know, there's, there's that, but there's also simple things like you might um, you might be really focused on your patent, and then you might accidentally create a name for whatever your product is that actually someone else is already using that name. And there's a, a guy here in town that I know in Phoenix who had that problem. He focused on making sure that he filed all his patents and he was infringing on someone else's trademark, which means you create a lot of marketing materials. You might even get a website. Just because you get a website domain name doesn't mean you have the right to use that name in business. It might be somebody else's. They just don't necessarily have that domain name. So this person incurred and wasted a lot of money because they didn't check out the name side of things. You know, I, I love that you're bringing this up. We have two minutes till we have to go to our break, but I think in the next minute or so, you know, this is an important topic because I think people don't understand that if you just go to GoDaddy and you look up a domain, that you own the rights to that name. So, so when we come back, or maybe for a quick minute, if you could just tell us, like, the first thing that your company does that is different than going just for that trademark. Well, what our company does is that we walk you through a questionnaire. It's like a turbo tax for intellectual property. So you don't have to know... IP law to use our tool, and it will help you identify all of those potential 
pieces to your business that need protecting. And we have, if you don't think you have any IP and have zero risk, we actually have a free risk quiz that you can go to our site and, uh, and, and complete. That's pretty amazing. And so, you know, so, so for, for those of you who are listening, um, it's tracklight, T-R-A-K-L-I-G-H-T dot com. And when we come back, Mary, if you can, like, you know, maybe we could tell a little story about an inventor that you met, because obviously our listeners are women inventors, and that's who we care about and focus on. And, and so if there is a woman that has come into your mix that you felt that you helped along the way, we'd love to hear that. We'll be right back. Um, in, in a few minutes with Mary from tracklight.com. We're excited to have you on. Thank you. Linda and Diana will return after a short break with more of Innovation Divas. Listen, something is brewing. The beautiful business evolution is coming. The way we do business is about to change for the better forever. This is real business at its very best. On Beautiful Business Radio, you will learn what it means to truly prosper, how to nourish yourself and your business, how to earn what you deserve and make a difference in the world. The tide is rising. The change is here. Discover a new way to live, love, and partner with yourself and your business on Philippa Rollins Presents Beautiful Business Radio, where you matter and your business thrives every Tuesday at 3 p.m. Central Standard Time, only here on the WooHoo Radio Network. Do you ever feel like you're the invisible woman? Too polite to be political, too nice to be real, tame even though you really want to be unleashed, like you're living in a fairy tale without the happy ending? Well, Cinderella has left the ball, and it's time to wake up and break up with our own self-imposed glass slippers and ceilings. Welcome to Le Chic Speak, the polite woman's guide to self-expression, with your host, Jen Duchenne. Le Chic Speak is the WooHoo Radio Network's resident radio show dedicated to helping women turn on their power and turn up the volume of their voices so you can be seen, heard, appreciated, and celebrated. Join us on Wednesdays at 5 p.m. Central Standard Time for your weekly dose of Le Chic Speak with your host, Jen Duchenne, only here on the WooHoo Radio Network. If you need the connections to buyers, media, or companies who can take your product to the next level, then you are listening to the right show. This is the Innovation Divas on TogiNet Radio. And now, let's return to your Innovation Divas, Melinda Knight and Deanna Cohen. Well, welcome back. We have Mary with Tracklight. And uh, we talked about uh, before break, um, having Mary give some examples and some some stories about some women inventors that have used Tracklight and benefited from it. Okay, so two stories come to come to mind. One of them is uh, this really interesting woman who's here in Phoenix, 
who heard about us through we we did a, a talk and I go around and speak and we did a talk to the local uh, Arizona Inventors Association. And this woman followed up, and she used our software, and it identified for her that she really shouldn't be going around showing her product. So her invention, um, which I still to date haven't seen, because it's something that she says is very, very simple, and she was all ready to start going around and finding contract people to start um, creating this. It's something to do, you know, it's, it's something to do with um, clothing. So it's sewing, but it's the way she's doing something. So by using ID your IP, she figured out that she she needs to make sure that she gets these contract folks who are going to create her product to actually sign non-disclosures and actually protect her product before she goes to them because it's not something that's necessarily going to be patentable. It's just she's going to be first to market and she's going to go that route, sort of keep it secret until it launches. So that was really interesting that she would have... Oh, I was just going to ask if, does the software give her those tips as, you know, she's going through the ID uh, is actually giving her, you know, it sounds like it's an educational, very important educational tool. Yeah, the way the software works is it's like when you do, it's literally modeled um, in a sense after TurboTax because being a former accountant, I used to get people to do, you know, do their own taxes using TurboTax because you just, if you have faith in it, you blindly put everything in, out the other end comes your tax return. With our software, it asks you a series of questions. They're yes or no, but then you get to put in your ideas, and we, of course, do not see any of your ideas. It's all encrypted. And so you put in your ideas, and then what you get out the other end is a custom report that tells you for your ideas, okay, you might have something that's a potential patent or a trade secret, copyright, or trademark, but these are the following strategic tips. So in her case, she was talking about presenting it at a trade show, which is one of the questions. So we advise people, you need to make sure that you have protected your ideas before you're going to a trade show. That is a place where people provide sometimes way too much information about how their invention works, and this is relevant for Vegas, you want to make sure you're showing your... Hello? Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, sorry. So you want to make sure when you're at a trade show that you've protected your invention before you've got it out there for the world. And that's an interesting segue because you are coming to Vegas as one of our great hosts for this this wonderful meet and greet. And we're having a big party afterwards. And we're bringing like all these wonderful women inventors that are going to be at a trade show. And so what advice if they're already at a trade show, because that's where you're going to be meeting these women after, you know, two days of meeting with buyers and people and and things. So what advice would you give them that night? to to really get them to understand you know stepping back and and reevaluating things or what what kind of advice there well the advice is i mean 
this is the thing. There's a balance. It's like a yin and yang. You've got folks who say, well, hey, you know, I'm going to be first to market. It's okay if I get out there. If I don't tell anybody my idea, I'm never going to get anywhere, which I tend to believe. But you need to be smart about it. And I was at a uh, at a competition once where this person presented. It was a guy inventor, but still an inventor presented. And he had a cool invention, but he left a few pieces at home so that, um, you know, somebody just couldn't come and take pictures of everything that he was doing and steal his idea. So, and also because there's a thing in the U.S. that if you give enough information that it allows somebody, and nothing I'm saying today is legal advice, so I'm just, <laughs> just clarifying that. But the idea is if you're going to do a demo exactly how your product works and someone else who's in the same field as you could create the same product, you've started the clock ticking towards filing your patent. And now with the changes in patents, if you are going to get a patent, I would advise you to go see an attorney or a patent agent as soon as possible after you've done your invention. So if you've already gone to the trade show, not the end of the world, and our questionnaire will just tell you, well, if you've already disclosed it, these are the following things that you might want to follow up with an attorney and find out about. So it's not the end of the world. You do have to balance between keeping everything to yourself and never getting anywhere and putting everything about your idea out there for somebody to copy it. So it's trying to find that balance. Well, and, and can you can, can you go – oh, I'm sorry. I, I just have a quick question. With, yeah. Uh, how, can you um, kind of go into a little bit more detail about the actual, like, s- the electronic stamping that's involved and how important that is, you know, with, like, the IP vault and how that technically works beyond just the asking of questions? Okay, so there's two – we have two different products on our site. We have ID or IP that's the TurboTax-like questionnaire with a report – and then we have a standalone product, but you also get it for six months free when you use ID or IP, and it's called the IP Vault. And what that does is it acts as a encrypted Dropbox. So you can have one just for yourself, which can be like an inventor's online inventor's notebook. So all the women mm-hmm. inventors listening, if, you, you know, if you've had an inventor's notebook, you have someone else sign it because you want to have that third-party evidence of what you've created over time. And even though the patent system has changed, it's still important because you might have to defend your inventorship Mm -hmm. at some point. So what we do is we're the third party. You upload into that vault. It timestamps whatever you're putting in there, whether it's a PDF, a video, or whatever. So that means that if you need to verify that you have a drawing of what you created on such and such a date, then you just click a button, and we send you an email verifying it, and we're a third party. It's got a checksum and timestamp and everything in there for you. So we created that for specifically for inventors, and then we found that, you know, there's women like such as the two of you who live in two different cities. If you wanted to pass back and forth secret documents, you don't want to do it on Google Drive or Dropbox because they're not secure. So we created a collaborative version of the vault that's it's in its minimal viable product plus one stage. So it's uh, something that we haven't been really 
you know, pushing. We've got a lot of beta testers with it, and we're coming up with some really cool new features for it. But it allows you to share your documents in an encrypted, secure manner. You can still do the timestamping, but you also just have the ability to have multiple users. So you too could share your secret business plan without having to worry about emailing it back and forth. That's wow. pretty you amazing. Still, you're still smart. <laughs> <laughs> It no just amazes me. I wish I had your brain power. It just, you know, to, to come up with this is to just, be, I mean. But who would have known that, it, who would have known that, that you, you couldn't use Google Docs, that it wasn't secure? So are people really like trying to encrypt and get into Google Docs just like with your passwords to find your information? Well, they've had breaches on Dropbox and especially for small companies. It's expensive, some of the storage and these, like, larger products. So that's why we've created our products for entrepreneurs are, are less expensive. We've created products, and we're creating still products for companies um, to use this, and they'll still be less expensive. But as a small business, you don't know. You don't know better about Dropbox, but there's been a lot of um, – there's a lot of press lately about – there was a big case with Dropbox and um, – I want to say Zynga, with trade secrets and people using, you know, people using Dropbox. So it's, it's a hot issue, but I should give credit where credit is due because I came up with the idea for ID or IP, but it's actually working with ASU. The, with, um, we had some market research done, and a couple, of these, a couple of the students, they recommended at the time that we come up with, it's not exactly what we have, but with a version of some sort of storage. So it's evolved since. So I can't take credit for all of it. And I have an amazing team. It's just not me. There's 13 of us trackers now, and I have these amazing developers who are working on this new version, and I can't wait because the new report is going to have these cool icons and everything because everyone's visual, and right now our report is just like a lot of words. So we're totally excited about all these because we never stop innovating. So we're very excited. That's amazing. You know, look, I, I was an inventor and Melinda was too. So we understand the process. You know, we automatically thought before we met you that we should just send them to the U.S. Patent and Trademark Office and have them, you know, go there because it was probably a, an easier stepping stone. Um, but I really am so glad that we are partnering with you because I think it is such a critical step. And so if you don't mind in, in, in that, if you could stay on for our ne next like short segment to like talk a little bit more about what other things that, that um, Tracklight offers. I don't know if you have any more time to stay on, but we have to go and take a break in a minute. Would you be able to stay on? Sure. Okay, so all what what my thought would be is in the next you know short little segment after break is to just talk about all those things that IPs protect. I mean, you've, you've definitely addressed some of them, and I love the idea that even this customer list, which who would have known, you know? So, um, you know, as an inventor, you know, is it just the trademark? Is it is it the patent? And, you know, I mean, there's so many things, so I can't wait to keep you on. And um, after we come back from, from this quick break, you know, you can help our la ladies listening, and also, you know, maybe share a little bit about the webinar that's coming up. So. Yeah. 
I mean, how fun is that? I mean, it just oh, happens great. to be us that, that's going to be on the webinar, but you do do other webinars. So um, we will be right back with Mary from TrackLight, and it's T-R-A-K-L-I-G-H-T dot com. And are the tunes coming? Here they come. Fabulous. Linda and Diana will return after a short break with more of Innovation Divas. Is there more living for you to do? Yes. Start living inspired. Be here for Living Inspired with Trisha Goyer. Thursday afternoons at 4, 3 p.m. Central on toginet.com. Trisha will dig deep into topics that matter most to women, inspiring women to make a change in their own lives and to make a difference in the world, and maybe even deep within their own hearts. Trisha is a wife, mom, speaker, family expert, and author of 24 books. For more information on Trisha and Living Inspired, go to her website, trishagoyer.com. That's T-R-I-C-I-A-G-O-Y-E-R.com. Trisha's vision is to be the voice of hope and possibility for women of all ages. Her intention is to serve ordinary women by encouraging extraordinary things with God's help. Trisha expresses real life, real hope for real women. Is there more living for you to do? Yes. Start living inspired. Living Inspired with Trisha Goyer. Thursday afternoons at 4, 3 p.m. Central on toginet.com. It's not just time for a change, is it? It's much bigger than that. Can you feel it? It's time for a transformation. Will you now imagine that you can and will transform your life? Will you suspend your disbelief and imagine that all things are not just possible, but probable? Imagine that you will meet guides, mentors, and trusted friends who believe in you, hold your hand as they point the way, and teach you to trust your own wisdom. The first of these friends is spiritual girlfriend, Gail Carruthers. Gail will show you how to believe. Believe your perfect divine wisdom will reveal your worthiness. Believe that knowing your power will open your boundless courage. Courage to live consciously, fearlessly, and joyfully. And then know, know all these things are already here and waiting for you to bring them into your divine life. She is here to help you discover, believe, and know. So join Gail, your spiritual girlfriend, every Friday at noon Eastern Standard Time. Only here on the Woohoo Radio Network. If you need the connections to buyers, media, or companies who can take your product to the next level, then you are listening to the right show. This is the Innovation Divas on TogiNet Radio. And now, let's return to your Innovation Divas, Melinda Knight and Deanna Cohen. Well, welcome back. We are with uh, Mary with TrackLight, and we're going to have a a little bit longer segment with her um, because of uh, what an important subject this is, especially to our industry and to businesses in general who are lis- listening and wanting to know more about what their IP is. And, and when I say IP, I mean intellectual property. And uh, I want to go into just a little bit more detail about um, some of the things that businesses need to be thinking of. And and even about the, the uh, IP Vault, the, the other platform and service that you provide, and how, I mean, we, kind of the old school um, inventor uh, sort of to-do list is to keep track of your um, 
uh, or keep a journal of your inventing process. And, you know, you can, you know, write it down and, and thinking that you're protecting yourself, but having it electronically stamped just, you know, by a third party just is so important to our industry. So um, we'd love to hear a little bit more about your tips for businesses and inventors. Okay. Well, thank you for, for letting me run over. That's cool. Um, <laughs> you know, really, <laughs> I think the other thing that I should mention about patents is that people often focus on patents for, you might be inventing something that's not necessarily going to get the traditional, what people think of as the utility patent. Um, it might be, you know, it's, you know, it might be, be getting a design patent. And that's where uh, there was an interesting story about a watch, not the Pebble watch, that was on Kickstarter, where somebody put up the watch out there for the whole world to see, didn't protect it in terms of trademarking the name, copywriting um, the taglines and everything around it, and did not protect it with a design patent. And there were copycats, and this person couldn't do anything about it. So even if they kept a journal, they didn't seek the right protection. So, you know, there's the four types of IP that you always need to be thinking about. You need to think, okay, I'm going to have a name for my product. So when you come up with that name, it's really a great idea to then go out and check Google, but also go and check the USPTO, so the United States Patent and Trademark Office. It's free to go on there, and they have a trademark search. They have all kinds of helpful videos on there. We, at Tracklight, we have a page for our Identify Your IP which is the Identify page. We have a Protect page, which is our um, timestamp storage, the IP Vault. But we also have a Succeed page. And on that page, we offer all kinds of different resources. Some of them are free. And we do list the links to the USPTO and the US Copyright Office. Copyright is also really misunderstood because let's say you're coming up with your invention and you are, you know, Part of your invention might be really cool copy on your tags and things like that. As soon as you write something down, as soon as you express it in what they call a tangible medium, so that's typing on your computer or writing down, you have copyright. But in order to actually pursue if somebody steals or infringes, you actually need to register that with the U.S. Copyright Office. So what are timestamping can do for you is let's say you wrote copy and then somebody else took it. Well, it can prove that you actually um, wrote that first, not only just invented something, but wrote that first. And then what you do is if you needed to go after somebody, if you haven't registered it, you can, of course, always pay more and hurry up and register it. Mm -hmm. So that's... Um, Although I don't know if you can register anything today with the with the government shutdown, but besides that, <laughs> yeah, cool, <laughs> <And> yeah. <laughs> As I'm mentioning all this government, I'm thinking, oh wow. But um, on a usual day, if you go to our site and go to the Succeed page, of course, the Women Inventors Network is also listed there as an amazing resource for inventors. Yeah, this and is we a also great list page. That resource page is really great. I, I've been looking over that, like just some, I mean, just anything you can think of in the process is all there on that page. And what we try to do for people is, you know, we've curated that in the sense that we haven't um, gone out and just like scraped stuff off the internet. Those are people that we either know 
or in the case of people like Eric Reese and Steve Blank and all those guys, love to meet them. Um, you know, I did email with the author of Rework, uh, but other than that, some of the famous people on those books I haven't met. But everyone else is somebody who is a trusted resource of Tracklight, and as we grow, we will end up filtering that by zip code. So if you're, you know, if you're looking at it and you're a member, which is free to join Tracklight, if you're a member, then we would filter it by zip code so you could find resources that might be in your town. So that's our ultimate goal with that. But the idea is that copyright is very, very inexpensive to register mm -hmm. and out of all of the types of intellectual property protection. So you can federally protect your trademark, you can protect your, you know, you can file for patents and you can file for copyright. Copyright is the least expensive. And mm -hmm. then trademarking is important if you're going to be, you know, if you're creating something that you're going to sell on the internet, you need to look into a federal trademark. If you've got a really cool business that you only want to do in your hometown, then you might, you know, you might not need to spend that money right away. Uh, you can go for something called a trade name if you're just operating your business and you don't necessarily want to get that federal registered trademark. But here's another little tip. I don't know if I still have time, but when you start using um, in commerce, so let's say you invent something, you make a product name, you make sure it's not infringing on someone else's, you can use that and you have what's called common law trademark. And you can talk to an attorney about this. What it means is that in that area where you're selling this, you have kind of first dibs. Now, it means that if someone else tried to register that name and sell the same thing in your area, you've already established yourself as the brand or the person behind that name. So you could have, you know, you could challenge that. So it's a little known, uh, little known that there was a Burger King somewhere in the Midwest that is not the Burger King. And oh. they were there first. And they used this name for the restaurant for years and years and years. So then when the Burger King came to town, that Burger King got one. Like they went, they said, no, everyone knows that our burgers are the Burger King. We're the Burger King. So in a geographic area that a court decided, the little Burger King gets to still operate and there can be no big Burger King coming in there because they had common law trademark. So there's all these really cool things. And that's what struck me in law school was some of this stuff, yes, and I, I I will never tell people to file their own patents. I think you should go see a patent agent, a patent attorney. Um, but some of this other information, you know, when you're hiring employees to make sure that you have letters and um, confidentiality and processes in place when you hire and when you unfortunately have to fire, all of that, that's strategic business advice. And that's really valuable. And it's part of what we do. We do, you know, as you mentioned, we do Lots of webinars. We hold a monthly webinar with um, with guests, and next week you guys Yay! are the guests. So. Can't wait! <laughs> I had so much fun doing the PowerPoint, <laughs> putting yeah. that together. I can't. I can't take credit. The only credit I can give her is bullet points and flowchart. She did everything yes. else, but she created. Oh. She's amazing. So you know what? Look, well, Mary. I mean, this this program and your husband should be very proud because. You know, my ex-husband studied for the bar in Arizona, practiced there 
there's plenty of lawyers doing lawyer stuff. The fact that you had taken your education um, at a great law school, ASU, go, Bur- I mean, go, wait, Fork, the, the Fork Sun or something? The Sun Devil. <laughs> and, and my son is going to kill me for if he listens to this show today because... Oh, Satan! <laughs> because he, he even said that they, they, they won, the had the most points out of any uh, game last week. So I do believe in the Sun Devil, so... Congratulations on your fabulous education, the fact that you are really helping our inventor community. We love, love, love that about you and your your team, and we cannot wait to meet you in person, or I can't wait to meet you in person in Las Vegas, and also to have these women really get a chance to, to understand the importance of what you do, because it is so complicated when you come up with an idea, and many times inventors don't get that. They think, okay, I'm going to be the next million dollar idea. And it was interesting that you mentioned that, that Pebble watch, because I thought they were like so, so successful from that campaign. Oh no, it wasn't the Pebble. It's not the Pebble. It was a different campaign. So yeah, sorry. Sometimes I talk too fast. So it was not the Pebble. (laughs) They were very successful. (laughs) It was an Another one, but the the guy ended up raising $945,000, but by the time he was done, all these copycats were undermining him anyways. So, and there was nothing he could do because he hadn't protected anything. You know, I wish we had more time, but we're going to, we're going to steal you away in Vegas. But I, you know, I really want to know, you know, is, you mentioned the first to market, you mentioned, you know, design patents and utility patents. And we, we, we suggest to people, you know, Go for the utility patent, but first do the provisional. But now we're going to say go to tracklight.com first because that's the most important piece in the beginning phases of anything that you are trying to protect and get. If you want any eyeballs seeing any piece of those those intellectual properties, make sure you, you get a hold of the folks over at Tracklight. This is a great, great thing, and I'm so glad you were on our show today. And, you know, well, thank look, you. and to have you in Vegas for these ladies is, is really a, a critical piece. And so we, we can't thank you enough. Can't wait to party okay, with well, you. Okay, well, thank you both. <laughs> Me we're going to have Jill. some fun. And, <laughs> and, Nick, and Nick Cannon, don't forget, we're going to be partying with him, too. So. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> Twist my arm. Did you, I'm there. I know. Okay, well, thank hopefully, you. hopefully Mariah's thank you there, both. too. Thank you. And so, <laughs> okay, so take we, care. You're welcome, Mary. When we come back after our next break, it's just going to be Melinda and I, but we have so much we want to tell you guys. So, we just thought we would steal the next segment, just the two of us. So, hope you don't mind. We will be right back with Deanna and Melinda. And and then, now the tunes aren't coming for seven more seconds. See, I screwed that up, up in the morning. <laughs> there. Dun, 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 dun. There you go. Melinda and Diana will return after a short break with more of Innovation Divas.
Are you ready to start rocking that woo-hoo that only you do? Because Lisa Stedman is on a mission. She will dare you, challenge you, enlighten you, provoke and empower you to bring out that inner woo-hoo. Lisa is an internationally acclaimed selling author. She is a breakup expert, a brand consultant, CEO of Woohoo Inc. and the Woohoo Radio Network. She will show you how to take your boo-hoo and turn it into woohoo. Get rebellious and get real. Get your dreams off the back burner. Get inspired and motivated to take action. Start rocking that woohoo that only you do in love, life, and business. She is going to be here for you every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Central Standard Time, only here on the Woohoo Radio Network. Is there more living for you to do? Yes. Start living inspired. Be here for Living Inspired with Trisha Goyer. Thursday afternoons at 4, 3 p.m. Central on toginet.com. Trisha will dig deep into topics that matter most to women, inspiring women to make a change in their own lives and to make a difference in the world, and maybe even deep within their own hearts. Trisha is a wife, mom, speaker, family expert, and author of 24 books. For more information on Trisha and Living Inspired, go to her website, trishagoyer.com. That's T-R-I-C-I-A-G-O-Y-E-R.com. Trisha's vision is to be the voice of hope and possibility for women of all ages. Her intention is to serve ordinary women by encouraging extraordinary things with God's help. Trisha expresses real life, real hope for real women. Is there more living for you to do? Yes. Start living inspired. Living Inspired with Trisha Goyer. Thursday afternoons at 4, 3 p.m. Central on toginet.com. If you need the connections to buyers, media, or companies who can take your product to the next level, then you are listening to the right show. This is the Innovation Divas on TogiNet Radio. And now, let's return to your Innovation Divas, Melinda Knight and Deanna Cohen. Okay, there I go. Well, first I want to give a huge shout out to Mary. She was fantastic. I mean... I just want to be in her brain for like five hours. No, she right? just, she thinks so fast and the things that she's, you know, really created. I mean, I met her, uh, oh, a couple years ago and she was just building this and working with developers and, you know, really with our network and the growth of Tracklight has kind of all been sort of parallel to each other. And so I've been able to watch her just use her brain power for good and um, really providing an important platform for inventors in our community and businesses in general. It's just amazing the knowledge that she has. Yeah, I love that. I love that. that. And, you know, and she's other- fun too. She's so smart, but she's also really fun and funny. So right. it's and neat. I, she's not like I, an intellectual that's, you know, doesn't have I, a sense of humor. <laughs> and our sons are going to be friends. How fun yeah. is that? Yeah, so, they'll have fun. So I got to say another shout out because I just, I mean, I know you're, you're thrilled for this too. Our client, Debbie Glickman and good friend, she was the old radio, not old because she just turned something, something just yesterday or two days Two days ago was her birthday, but she is going to be on Shark Tank on <gasps> Friday night. Li- you know, not live because she was pre-recorded. We don't know what's going to happen, 
but she is one of the inventors from the Women Inventors Network on Shark Tank. How cool is that? That that is cool. And if they're smart, they invested in her. So I'm sure they, I mean, I'd be surprised if they didn't. So I'm sure we'll see some exciting, exciting things on that show. Yeah. And you know what? I got to say, it's, it's becoming an amazing opportunity for inventors to, to really, you know, showcase their products on national television. We have another client, um, I believe, that's coming up the, the, the next couple of weeks also. So we got to find out from them when their show is airing. So we're not going to say who that is. We've had a lot of women from our network actually get opportunities on Shark Tank. And, and even if you don't get investments and you don't have investors, I mean, you – it's just the exposure is phenomenal. And sometimes you just go on just to get that. So it's not the end of the world if they don't invest. You're right. It's like a 15 minute free commercial. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we need to get on Shark Tank. Yeah. I'm a crier though. I mean, I cry. So I don't know. You you can get the taekwondo chop. Yeah. I'll just, I'll just kick their, you know what? So yeah, that's, Damon, watch out. Yeah. Mr. Wonderful, Melinda's in the house. Yeah, so I, I, I don't know. I, I get, I, I like to watch it, but I do get anxiety because I know, and we know, what that process is like. And you're getting on there with your baby, and you know, I, I think I kind of wish they were a little nicer. I, I really do. do. I, I, do. I think, I think that they would be successful if they were, you, you know, even more successful if they were nicer. I think the Shark Tank. We're, we're all about the dolphin tank. Yeah. <laughs> well, speaking of nothing, but uh, uh, not a, uh, this is not a segue, but it's, speaking of Vegas, because we were talking with Mary about Las Vegas, we are heading and packing up our bags and my son's DJ equipment and my 17-year-old son to go to the coolest party and a three-day event that's going to hit Las Vegas. At DJ Phoenix in the house. Well, and DJ Nick Cannon. So, yes. Melinda, you want to share a little bit and tell who our other sponsors are? Yeah. Well, uh, as we mentioned, Tracklight is our sponsor. So if you're in Vegas or want to come to Vegas now, um, you can meet Mary there live and in person and get to know her. And then we have Product Shield, which is also an amazingly important service um, to make sure your product is safe. And they kind of have a similar, uh, not a similar, but an online forum to help you through that. And then we have Act Data, so which is really, really important as well. So we feel really, uh, really proud of the sponsors that we have. We don't just pick your typical sponsors or want to have uh, money come into our network just for money's sake. We actually, you know, pick partners and strategic sponsors who we believe in, who we feel are important to our network and who protect the women in our network. So, uh, so we really, our sponsors are truly our partners in this community of women inventors. So, yeah. And so what, what we're doing in Vegas, just so you know, if you're attending any of the trade shows out there during October 15th, 16th, and 17th, I believe, um, and you're in the kids product category, um, we're working with an organization out of Los Angeles called Plush. And they are a very upscale, um, originally slated in the consumer celebrity world to, mm-hmm. um, you know, provide those wonderful LA, you know, um, society folk, um, really upscale, great products in the baby and toddler category. And then we also, um, because of Plush and their incredible, you know, event 
and and trade show marketing out in LA, they have moved over to Las Vegas to do a preview show. And we are so excited to be working with them uh, during the day on Tuesday and Thursday and Tuesday and Wednesday and Thursday. And then at night on Wednesday, they are hosting and we have a fantastic VIP meet and greet and section within their party. Um, uh, and we are thrilled to be bringing, you know, the likes of all these wonderful women inventors, buyers, the media, and businesses like Tracklight to meet and mingle together. And so we're really thrilled about that. Yeah, it's going to be a great party. And and just so, you know, everybody out there knows the little bit of the story, we were planning on having a party down in Vegas. And, you know, we found out that Plush was going to be there and we met them. They loved what we were doing. We obviously loved what they were doing. And so it just made sense for us to have one big, fabulous, you know, kind of L.A. style party in Vegas. So we're just we can't be more thrilled. We're super excited about it. Yeah, we are. And I can't believe that it's it's one of those um, opportunities that can really blossom into a great relationship. Our big event, and that's part of the cool ne- part about introducing um, the Women Inventors Network in Las Vegas, is that we are having our April here in Chicago. Chicago is such a beautiful city. And then obviously the springtime in Chicago with all the, you know, the flowers blooming we want all the women inventors in the country and in Canada. We 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 are not partial to our friends in the north. Come down, hey, to, come on down, eh? Come to Chicago and get your chance to really network with those industry experts. What we just showed you with Mary and the um, and the talent and the the position that they provide you as a woman inventor. Is, is these resources that are legitimate, companies that are legitimate, that want to help and that want to provide services to take your idea from idea to market. And so our big event in Chicago is going to not only recognize some really fantastic women that apply to our award show or our award contest at AmericanWomenInventors.com. You can go up and apply now to be one of those selected monthly winners and be our guest at our um, at our April event, but also our daytime event, which is this amazing speed innovation thing. You want to talk a little bit about that? Yeah, we uh, we've cu- we think we've come up with something very innovative, especially for our industry. It's kind of similar to thinking of um, speed dating, but you know, it's not the you know breakup kind of situation. So uh, <laughs> yeah. We're not- <laughs> Yeah, there's no chemistry besides business chemistry here. But anyway, it's going to be kind of a a serpentine type style where uh, we've picked the best of the best in the industry who will be there live and where you get to actually have one-on-one access with them and and really find out what if it's a good fit for you and and obviously if they're there we know that they're reputable and so you can at least count on that and you can learn from them where you need to be whether you're a first time inventor you're you don't have a product on the market yet or you have a product on the market and you know you still have some questions or some things maybe you haven't thought of so it's really for all uh, women inventors all across the board. Um, and uh, so it'll be really inspirational. And we're going to have fun events 
also throughout the day that uh, fun pitching sessions with uh, AJ Gubani, but that's, you know, a little bit more of a private situation, but um, we hope to have investment opportunities and um, a VIP buyer's lounge where inventors can have direct access with buyers. So we have really a, a full day of just um, really important um, events and access to you know, who's who in the inventor industry. So really exciting day. And you know what? That's the coolest thing. There are plenty of trade shows that are out there that provide services for um, inventors, actually not even services so much other than their trade show booths. Um, but this is an educational piece that is missing. And we also want to make it inspirational. You know, part of of, of the overall big picture of women entrepreneurs that are out there, the, the inventor community is very different and it is truly getting your idea to the store shelf. And so think about that as you are planning your 2014 either travel to trade shows or to uh, events that support women entrepreneurs. We are there exclusively supporting the women inventor. And what that means is that you want to get your idea to the stores and to the consumers, not that you necessarily have a website or a, a brick-and-mortar store. We are really hyper-focused on the inventor community. Mm -hmm. And you may not consider yourself an inventor, but you really are an innovator of products. And that's the critical piece here is that we consider you an inventor, mm -hmm. and we love that that we can help you along the way. Right, Melinda? Uh, yes, yes, for sure. And, you know, follow us on Facebook and Twitter and, you know, we on our blog and uh, on our website at womeninventors with a Z network.com. And because that's where we really showcase all of these great events, whether it's media, whether it's our award events, whether it's our speed innovation, whatever we have, we, we really blast it out through that, through our big following. So, you know, be sure to follow us there because that's where we announce all the latest and greatest events going on. And, 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 you know, with one minute left of the show, I mean, the beauty of the Women Inventors Network, too, is that we are a network. I mean, we're not a TV show like, you know, network like Oprah. But what we do is we provide we plenty. We will be maybe one day. Yeah, look we'll out, bro. We provide a lot of great resources, including marketing your story. So if you want to be on this radio show, get in touch with us. If you want us to write an article for you, get in touch with us at info at womeninventorsnetwork.com. And that's inventors with a Z. We'll see you next week. We're excited that you were here listening. And tell all your friends about us. Bye, everyone. Melinda Knight and Deanna Cohen return next week with more of the Innovation Divas. They really know the who, what, and why of inventing and love that they can share their knowledge, connections, and great women-invented products with this audience. And don't miss their big event each year in Chicago, the only Speed Innovation and Award Gala. Contact the Divas for more information.